of Espresso Babe. I'm Callum and as always joining me is the vampire himself, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was far too long a pause before my name Callum but thank you very much. It's good to see you and good to see you to everyone listening to us. I know I can't actually see you but let's pretend as always. As always. So it's been an interesting week Mr Callum. It's been a very interesting week. We have been banned from TikTok. TikTok Live, that is. Yes, we've been banned from TikTok Live. We can still upload videos. We're not allowed to live anymore. Uh, because apparently by sitting and talking to you guys, we were... What's the word? Um, sexual conduct or something. Yeah, we were promoting or displaying sexual content. <laughs> we were discussing an 83-year-old priest that's become a porn star, I will concede. But if it's good enough for a newspaper article, I would say it's probably good enough for the internet. Exactly. Which is a truly terrifying place. But there you go. So, at the end of this episode, we have got a new TikTok account. We're going to be working from there. And we'll be a bit more careful about what we say on the lives, just to be on the safe side. If we do have any more, slightly more out there, what's going on, so we'll be sure to cut the live out to talk about them. So don't worry, we're not going to start censoring ourselves. Exactly. But we have a new TikTok channel. We'll be picking it back up. Make sure you follow it. Thank you for sticking with us so far. Thank you, guys. So aside from that, Mr. Callum, how have you been, sir? Uh, I've been very good, mate. Still breathing. Can't complain. Uh, it's pretty quiet week, but it's only Monday, so... Only Monday so far. Mm-hmm. And I would like to point out at this point, just to annoy you, it as of the release, it'll be Tuesday the 7th. A week after that, it's going to be your birthday. They don't need to know when my birthday is. They know when your birthday is now. Oh. You said a week after the 7th, they might not be able to count. I think they can count. Maybe. If you can't count, that'll be the 14th. Of July. June. <laughs> it will be. And we're going out for either paintballing and drinks or something. Yeah, we're going to go out and do something to celebrate your birthday, which is nice because you refuse to celebrate it thus far. I do, yeah. So you're going to do something even if I have to drag you kicking and screaming. Exactly. So yeah, it's been pretty interesting, all told. Um, we have appealed to TikTok, by the way. They said no. And I appealed again, and they haven't responded yet. Yeah, we're being blanked by TikTok. <laughs> so, yeah, that aside, everything's good. Everything is good, mate. I can't complain. No one listens. That's very true. Anyway, what about you, Lee? Anything new to report? Oh, well, I've got a missing cat, which isn't ideal. Yep, he's been missing for about four or five days now. The one with the wangy head. <laughs> yep, Macca. Macca, yep. So hopefully he's out. He's just out chasing mice and birds and, <laughs> and whatever it is. Um, <laughs> cats chase. Yeah, so that's a bit concerning. But aside from that, yeah, I'm not doing too bad. I've got a full. I've got a day off from you tomorrow because we're recording you a day do, early. You do, yeah. A whole day off, mate. Yes, I'm going to go and see it's, some camels. It's well deserved. It's hard putting up with me on a daily basis, mate. It is hard work, yeah. But I power through it. Um, so yeah, going to go and see some camels and some marmosets and various stuff. There's a camel park in England. Just the one. A camel park? A camel park. It's a park with <laughs> camels in it. Funny. And if we're really lucky, we might walk some alpacas. Just uh, don't get the hump of them. Oh, absolutely shocking. Do you know what a one-humped camel is called? <laughs> it's a dromedary. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a two-humped a two camel is a Bactrian camel. And mm. a one-humped camel is a dromedary. Oh. So you've either got one hump or two humps? They've either got one hump or two humps. I've never really... There's no hybrid triple hump? 
That would what, just, what just look like that golden triangle camel. That would just look like a thatched roller coaster, mate. It would, yeah. <laughs> I'd still pay good money to see one, mm-hmm. but that would just look slightly, slightly weird. We should also probably mention that as of release, it will have been the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Yes, she's she's very old. She'll be slightly older then if she makes it that far. And she'll <laughs> and she'll have been being old for a very long time. Mm. Seventy-one years? No, seventy years. Yeah, 70 years of monarch, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time, mate. It's a very long time. It's a long time to not be dead, never mind to be queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, if she makes a couple more years, she'll be the longest-serving monarch ever to have lived. So I'm hoping she makes a couple more years just to beat the record. Just so we've got content for the podcast. It's, it's very bold of you to assume we'll still be doing this in two years' time, but I don't see why not. The day I stop, it's the day I stop enjoying doing it. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. At the time of speaking, we both have great fun talking absolute <laughs> for you guys. Not even for you guys, just chat <laughs> in general to each other. It's great fun. It is great. Other people want to listen to us chat <laughs> is even better. <laughs> yeah, aside from that, not too much. I've got a friend back in town tomorrow, so that'll be nice. It's Kieran, isn't it? It is Kieran. Lovely fellow. He's got a bent penis, you know. I've got a bent penis. Bent up. <laughs> isn't he the one that got salty because you pulled a girl and he didn't? Yes. <laughs> no, he's genuinely got a kink in his penis. Nice. Because, and I love this story, he loves this story to be fair, he was um, getting frisky with a young lady. It's a good job we're not going live on this one really. Yeah. Get banned yeah. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and he decided amongst the, whilst she was on top of him, shall we say, they'd been using ice cubes and he decided it would be a good idea to pop one up her bum. <laughs> she went straight up and came straight back down. Oh! And broke it! I can, sit thinking about breaking. I can literally see you gagging. Breaking your ass with no bone in it. Yeah. I guess when it's hard, it's When fucking... it's hard, it's breakable, yes. You're, ne- you're never getting hard again, mate. <laughs> Celibacy. So, yes, he's the only person I know to have suffered a broken penis. I've had a snap banjo, but a broken penis. I've not had one of those either. It's painful. I'm sure it would be. Lube, mate. Spit on it, normally works. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> that disturbing image aside, yeah, all is pretty good. That aside, um, I should probably send out an apology because I've only just gotten round to sending off the T-shirt for our third for one of our lucky winners. Oh, nice! Which was uh, Christina, you may recall, when we did our giveaway on TikTok. We may do a new one in the nearish future to celebrate our new TikTok <laughs> yeah. once we've got a little bit more of a following on that so we'll have to pick that up a bit first but then maybe we'll do a new one there but I have only sent it off this week so Christina if you're listening it is on its way um, hopefully it'll be there because uh, this is obviously released a week after we've recorded it so hopefully it'll be there by then but I do apologise for the delay on the other hand it was free it was <laughs> and we hope you enjoy our handwritten note <laughs> oh and my terrible 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 handwriting it's better than mine yes you need a calligrapher to decipher what I would write down. You need someone who studies hieroglyphics to, yeah. to translate no, what you've written down. Is it? Yeah. Is that what a calligrapher is? I thought a calligrapher was someone who made pens. A, co- a professional copyist or engrosser. Okay, not the same. I'm sorry to say, Callum, a calligrapher is not someone who studies hieroglyphics. Close enough, sounds the same. <laughs> I'll take it as a win. It's someone to do with writing, though, so good job there. Excellent. We could use a calligrapher, actually, to do our handwriting for us. Can't afford a calligrapher, mate. No. But in the near future, we will also be looking at finally getting our website up. Yes. We have bought a website. 
We've had it for five months. Has that done anything with it? No. Well, it seemed silly to do it when we didn't have much of a following. And now we've got a little bit more of one. And we're getting yeah. people listening regularly. And we had a few followers on TikTok. And we're now going to have to build that back up. That'll yeah. be fun. We've decided it's probably time to start looking at getting our website up. And Callum has, very luckily for us, got a friend. I know. I'm sure. I was shocked as well. You're my friend. That's one. Yeah, that's, I, was, I was shocked you'd made two. Ah, yeah, there you go. Callum has got a friend who is prepared to do that for us, who does it for a living. IT savvy, yeah. IT savvy, absolutely. So hopefully in the near future we are going to have a website up and that will have updates from us, updates from the podcast. It might well have some merch available on it too. So we are very much looking forward to that. Excitement. Crazy, crazy excitement. Crazy excitement. This is my excited face. (laughs) So much confused, Jazz, on that face right now. I can't even write it down. <laughs> Just sort of deadpan and dead inside. It's what I'm good at. Well, you are dead inside. I'm not a vampire. Gonna keep doing the puns, mate, until I don't laugh at them. <laughs> well, at least somebody's finding it funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's pretty much everything going on with me, Callum. I think we've covered everything going on with you. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I gave you a computer and didn't work very well. Nah, I still tried. I did still try. The thought was there. A for effort, F for execution. Mm. So I suppose... Oh, the snake's moving. He was moving earlier. I, I, I did my little face no, I know. and I he hid. That. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> him. So I suppose it's probably time we had a little look at what's going on, Callum. I think so. How many stories have you got, sir? I've only got the one, sir. So would you like to start us off? Yes, because I've got two. Oh, you've got two? Yes. Gosh, I'm very excited. They're not long stories. They're pretty short. There's only like a paragraph in them, but... Mm. Get us out with this one. Okay, hit me. Sex Pistols versus Le Miserable for Jubilee. <laughs> Can you say Le Miserable again? Le Miserable. Better. Sorry. Les Miserable. <laughs> so that's the title. That's not a pairing I would... Um, it's not a pairing I would envision, personally. No, the article goes, A tenure who starred in Le Miserable has told the Sex Pistols... Tenor. Sorry. A tenor who starred in Le Miserable has told the Sex Pistols that his version of a national anthem released to mark the Platinum Jubilee will wipe the floor with a punk reissue of God Save the Queen. Alfie Bowe said the ageing punks don't stand a chance after he teamed up with Sarah Brightman. The Sopranos released a national anthem in celebration of the Queen's 70th years. Ah. So they've thrown down the gauntlet to the Sex Pistols. Yep. And many of the Sex Pistols fans have said... We refuse to stop the reissue of the Pistols version, whose lyrics refer to a fascist regime. Apparently. Well, they were they were very yeah anti anti establishment, weren't they? Sex Pistols. They were very. Mm. Well, they were punk. That's kind of what they were. Yeah. They weren't very good, but they were. No offense to any Sex Pistols fans out there. Um, they're still not very good, in fact. But they were. But they, they were, were about. They were about, and they were. And the point was sticking it to the man, wasn't it? Mm. And I don't have, an, I don't, I don't object to that as a as a principle. I'm I'm all in favour of stick. Sorry, shit, Callum. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Still don't do it while I'm talking. Yeah, I, I realised half draw. <laughs> Wait, sir. I'm all in favour of sticking it to the man, but if you're going to do it, do it with some kind of style and grace. They had a lot of shoutiness and some bad music. No offence. Sticking it to the man, it just sounds like a spraying cum at them. Sticking it too, not sticking it in. Okay, yeah, fair. Oh dear. <laughs> the 
day and age we live in, sir. Well, what about you, Lee? Do you want to tell me your new story? Then I'll tell you my second. I would love to. So, Callum, for my new story, I'm going to preface it with a question. How familiar are you with Banksy? The artist, yes. The artist. So Spray paint artist. I don't know how big he is abroad, if that's the only reason I'm bringing that up. So for those of you who don't know, and it's kind of in line with your Sex Pistols, really. Mm-hmm. Banksy is, as Callum said, a street artist. Somebody might call him a vandal, but yeah. I personally would call him a street artist. Yeah. Who paints or sprays or tags some rather anti, vaguely anti-authoritarian or sometimes just plain interesting or social commentarian pieces on random public buildings or yeah. just random buildings. If you haven't seen them, have a look. He's, he's pretty famous now, to be fair. Some of his works have sold for like He's very millions. good as well. He is very good. Did you hear about the person's house he did one on? No. The value of our house was about 80,000. And he obviously did his piece on the side of it and it went yeah. up by 200 grand. That sounds about right, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, Bank- Banksy is probably world famous, but I'm not sure if our friends in India or America no. would be familiar with him, so it's always better to be but safe. I know he's famous in Amsterdam. He did a few works in... Uh, did he? Mm. Oh, there you go. I thought he was most... I thought he stuck to England. Oh, so I'm just sorry. to... Well, I was going to say, just to reply to your comment, Callum, there are Banksy's in England, New York, Toronto, Palestine, <laughs> Amsterdam, hey. San Francisco... So you would have thought our friends in America would be familiar with him, but I can't guarantee our friends in India would be, so I'm glad I went over it. Yeah. Anyway, so back to my story. Welsh local councillor William Gannon resigns after repeated allegations that he is Banksy, undermining his ability to work. <laughs> now, I really hope he's not a, he's not Banksy anyway, because he, like, he looks like a retired boxer, to be honest. He just doesn't look like, yeah, he, yeah. He doesn't look like he should be Banksy. If he is, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> we don't know. No one's seen him, have they? That is very true. No one's seen him. That's well, presumably someone's seen him. Yeah, but he's seen him. But you wouldn't like if you walk past him. That's Banksy. No, the entire point is that he's anonymous. But this is a, a Welsh local councillor again. For those of you who are not familiar with English politics, such as it is, you have councillors who work on a local local council and deal with things like infrastructure and council tax and all the fun stuff. And then you have the main MPs in the Houses of Parliament who deal with national law. And yeah. Apparently he's not able to do his job properly because people are constantly inconsistently insisting he's Banksy. Now, question is why are they insisting he's Banksy? Does he do art? Does he do anything? Or is it just that he's a Banksy fan? He believes it was it may have been started by his political opponents to undermine him after he okay. got his seat on the council. But he is an artist and his work does include public murals. He's done playgrounds and hospitals and things like that. And his style is not entirely dissimilar to Banksy's in that he does some Banksy-esque works. Okay, in that yeah. You've got the stenciled, painted things. But I should probably point out that there are at least two other people who've been, incl- who've been accused of being Banksy, um, including Gorillaz founder Jamie Hewlett. Mm. Now, I like a bit of the Gorillaz. Yeah. Feel good. Nope. Really? Feel good, Ink? What are the lyrics? See these breaking down at uh, windmill, windmill, father lamb, love forever, hand yes, in yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. No, I love a bit of gorillas. And Robert Delnaja, or Nadja, I don't know, of Massive Attack. Massive, oh, don't yeah, know Massive Attack. Attack. You don't know Massive Attack? No. I'm not saying anything from that. That's fine. 
But the police are uh, reportedly investigating the social media pages where the allegations are made, following complaints from nine other individuals who have been similarly targeted. So it sounds to me like someone's just being a bit of a jackass. They're trying to politically debunk them. They're trying to politically undermine him, yeah. That's the one, yeah. But it's, 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 I mean, people are saying it's particularly ridiculous because he's never actually done any work near the guy. So, I mean, well, if, if you were being smart, I suppose you wouldn't. Exactly. My favourite bit, though, is he's saying, every time I say to someone that I'm not Banksy, they say, ah, well, that is exactly what Banksy would say. <laughs> so, well, it's also exactly what everybody else who's not Banksy would say. That mm. makes absolutely no sense. I was like, yep, I'm Banksy. Yep, it's me. Give me some money. And I'll, sten- I'll spray paint the stencil for you. Also, you want me to spray paint the house? Yeah, g- give me a couple of grand. I'll do that for you. Do a stick man on the side. There you go. Sign it, Banksy. Boom. Yeah, why not? But I suspect it's unlikely that he's actually Banksy, just because it seems the wrong kind of career for someone who's so often anti-authoritarian. Mm. Yeah, why would you be an MP if you're Banksy? He's a councillor, not an MP, Council. but yes. They should try and get an, get an inside. Get in the lion's den. Get, get the lowdown. Get in the lion's den. But yeah, I thought that was mildly interesting, and I was entertained. Though, again, I kind of hope it's not him, because he just doesn't look Banksy-esque enough for me. Well, what do you think Banksy looks like, didn't he? I mean, to be fair, I've got no idea. But, I don't know, in my experience, good artists just tend to look a bit weird and a bit quirky. They seem to be look attractive. Yeah, well, no, not even attractive, just, just slightly out they there. They don't look like a boxer. No, that, well, that man looks like he'd bite your ear off. UFC champion. Yeah. It's Mike, he's Mike Tyson. He's not Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's a boxer. Yeah, I said boxer. You I said, said I said UFC champion, and then you said Mike Tyson. No, but Mike Tyson yeah, bit someone's was... ear off. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. I was going with the ear biting. I know, I know Mike Tyson wasn't in the UFC, mate. Upper hand, mate. Get the upper hand. Which one's the upper hand? I've got left and right. Must be your penis. That would be lower. Unless That'd it's be up. lower hand. Unless it's up. Even then, it's not higher than my hands, mate. Lower upper hand? I mean, if your hands are up there, like in front of your face, your penis, unless you're really well endowed, your penis Look, ain't mate, reaching mate. up there. I've got, I've got a tic-tac, mate. <laughs> anyway, moving on from... Moving very swiftly on, please. Very swiftly. Um, you have another news story for us, Callum. I do, and I found it quite funny. There's not much of a news story, it's more of the, uh, the title's funny. Are you ready? I'm ready. Dolphins deliberately get high on puffer fish nerve toxins by carefully chewing and passing them around. Do you know, I think I've heard about this before. They're one of the very few other animals that do naturally seek out highs, aren't they? They are indeed. It goes in to say dolphins are thought of as one of the most intelligent species in the animal kingdom. And experts believe they've put their ingenuity to the use in the pursuit of getting high. <laughs> so as you know, puffer fish, when they're scared, they give off toxins. They do, yeah. They, they go poof so, and puff up. And then, yeah, a lot of them are poisonous. So the dolphins will surround a puffer fish. Scared get the shit scared and start biting it just to get high. And then they'll <laughs> pass it around. Like a joint. <laughs> is, that, is that the dolphin equivalent of yeah. 420 friendly? That is the dolphin equivalent of 420 friendly. I know someone who's cat chewed cigarette butts. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. I don't know why it started <laughs> off, but um, what or how this little catty nicotine addiction started. But it would genuinely go around looking for cigarette butts to find and chew. <laughs> That's quite funny. And elephants get drunk as well. What do they drink? On what? Rotten fruit. Oh, okay. When the fruit starts rotting, it gets alcohol, and they'll eat the rotten fruit, get a bit of a taste for it, and that's why, still, I think, to this day in Africa, you'll find the odd rogue elephant that will try and raid camps to nick people's alcohol. (laughs) Which obviously does get a little bit dangerous, because elephants are... They're massive. They're massive. I mean, this is... 
it doesn't matter how gentle they're trying to be. This is several tons of... of even if it nudges you, you're going. Yeah, this is several tons of alcoholic. And you do what are you going to do? Fight an elephant? Yeah, you, nah, do not, my boots. you do not want to get between the elephant and the booze. I just have an image of me sitting in a tent swinging from a whiskey bottle and a trunk just coming through. Yoink! Mine. <sighs> yeah, do not mess with elephants. They're scared of mice, though, aren't they? are not scared of mice. That's a myth. Is it? I mean, they're not, they're, they are a bit temperamental. I think they're like massive horses in that sense. Mm. In that I know... I know we trained horses for war, but they were always a bit, they're always a bit skittish, really. Yeah. And I uh, think it was the, was it? No, it wasn't the Egyptians. Someone tried to train them for war. Carthaginians, maybe? War horses? No, elephants, mate. Not horses. Oh, elephants, no, that was... I think it might have been Carthage. Around the Egyptian kind. Kind? Around Egyptian time. I say that like that, like it's just one time where... Yeah, but I know there have been a couple of instances of people trying to train elephants as war beasts, and it kind of works. Right up until they get scared and then just charge off in whichever direction happens to feel... Or rear their hind legs. And then anyone who's riding it falls off. Well, you know, they'll just go charging. And if they're, if they're scared by the people in front of them poking pointy things at them, they run back the other way, right through your people. And when you've got several tons of charging elephant, you're not stopping it, mate. Why am I reminded of the Mumakai from Lord of the Rings? Mumakil. Mumakil, sorry. <laughs> or Oliphant, if you prefer. Oliphant. Look, Master Frodo, Oliphant's. They were, I mean, they were slightly bigger than real elephants. Yeah. I've ridden an elephant. I haven't ridden an elephant. I have. It's in Thailand. It's very much like being on a big grey boat. <laughs> big grey boat? Well, I mean, I've done horse riding and stuff, and then you feel the plod of the animal in a different way. From the elephant, mm. it's like big old slow side, so it's more like being on a rocking boat than okay, an actual like animal. Swing, kind of like. Yeah, it's not the, the, the feeling. You're getting a jolt in your nuts For me, the sensation wasn't the same as riding like a horse or I presume a camel. I've never ridden a camel, but. Might do tomorrow. Uh, probably not, but I, I will do if the opportunity arises. <laughs> Just vault the fence and jump on the bastard. Yeah. Oi! Let's go! I've got some treats. There you go, let's go. Camel treats. They're angry creatures, they're camels. They are. They I mean, I like... Them. Well, I don't know. That's llamas. Is it? Mm. They're basically the same. They're not basically not the same. They've got the same face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had this live for that. Um, no, camels bite, and they've got really nasty teeth. If you get bitten by a camel, you're going to get an infection. They've got really quite disgusting teeth. Yeah, I do like llamas as well, though, and they do spit, yeah. as you they said. They, they're they're a bit gross, really. Spit in a llama's face, you'll get it twice back. I had a blanket made of alpaca wool, though. Did you skin it yourself? Wool, not skin. No. Did you fur it yourself? Fur it. Fur it. Anyway. Anyway. Much as I like camels. Yeah. I think we'd better move on from camels on to Tinderline. Yes. Because I don't know if you've used many lines, Callum, but you I have. I've not used many lines, no. What you have done is upgraded to Tinder Gold. I have, sir. And um, I've, had a, I've had a bit of um, activity already. Yeah, I only bought it last night. Yeah, no, it's nice to see. It's, it's actually, I remember the moment when I first got it as well. And you did, again, I've said on this podcast many times before, it's difficult for different genders in different ways. But as a man, it can be very disheartening swiping a bunch of times and getting nothing. Nothing. Not even a not even a line, not even a sniff. And then you you get gold and you go, Oh these people like me. Yeah, and you can see ah, who likes you. Yes. And you suddenly have this do you have this moment of Oh that's nice. I can get matches now. <laughs> like 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 But yeah, so that's all very cool and you are speaking to some people, which is nice. Yes, we're speaking to two ladies at the moment. Two ladies, that's a good start. To be fair, I am paying for their time, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm not You're paying Tinder for their time. Exactly. But yeah, that's... Seems to be going alright so far. I'll keep them updated. 
Yeah. But um, you haven't thrown out a particularly large number of lines. No. Because you've got but, to match people first before you can comment now on anything. But I thought I might let our let our dear listeners know that Callum, ha- Callum is maybe having some fortune. Yes. Which is nice. I've got I've got matches on Tinder. I've caught two shinies on Pokemon Go. You have caught two shinies on Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. It's a good week. Um, yeah, we didn't even bring that up. No. You've caught two shinies. You were very Callum was very 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 excited. I was. I was ecstatic. You were. I've I've and get, it's it's kind of disappointing because you've been bitching and moaning about it for months and I've enjoyed that. <laughs> but it is also nice to see you finally get some form of satisfaction. And it means you're less likely to rage quit in the near future. I'm not going to rage quit, I'm just going to rage. Salty, mate. We'll call it salty. Spartans, mate. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, not a lot to go on Tinder lines today, unfortunately. But we do have, I'm sure, some petty moans and wins. Yes, we do indeed. I I have a petty moan. Okay, Callum, kick us off. And this is me moaning about the human race as a whole. The human race? Human race. <laughs> As a whole, I mean, I'm generally a nice person. Sometimes, I'll say, yeah. I'll say please, thank you, hold doors open for people, whatever. Why is it so hard? If you open a door for someone and give them the right away for them to say thanks, mm-hmm. when they just walk through and don't say f**k all, they just blank you entirely. It's like, you know what, next time I'll slam a door in your f**king face. <laughs> I'm sure you'll say something then. <laughs> oh, try it. Tell me how it goes. <laughs> oh, dear. Very good. Well, I do have a petty moan, or, a, well... I don't even know if it's a petty moan. It's an interesting saga that's going on. And it's from, of all things, my mother. Yeah. I've got a story from my mum. Um, which, <laughs> which is, yeah, not the most glamorous of places to have a story. But I went to visit her, which is a moderately rare occasion because I'm a terrible son. You and me both, sir. But she's, cur- she's currently in communications with the local council because she has a driveway. Yeah. But it's not... It's, I mean, it is a driveway, but it's not a... Drop curb? Well, all the curbs are dropped along her street. Okay. But it's not like a planned driveway, it's not tarmacked, it's not it's just a gravel drive that you get to across the across the verge. Okay. The council have recently in her area started a little campaign in which they've basically left notes to everybody who's existed on the road saying uh, you can't drive over the curb. If you drive over the curb habitually, it could result in up to a thousand pound fine. Okay. Now the issue here is that the road is not big. You can get two cars abreast. Yeah. You know, as a regular driving road. If you've got someone parked on both sides of the road... They're screwed. No one can get past. No one can get through up the road. And at the end of that road, there is A, an elderly elderly housing facility. Yeah. And B, an assisted living facility. Both of which are frequently visited by ambulances. Yeah. If there's even one bastard parked in the middle, on the, on, just on the road, avoiding the curb, never mind two, an ambulance ain't going to get past. No. I'm not sure the council have thought this through. Of course they haven't. But my mother has been in very... My mother is, is wonderfully petty when it comes to complaining and has emailed the council to say, I would like to know exactly what my rights are. I would like to know exactly how, how, how much a dropped curb needs to be to constitute a dropped curb because our dro- curbs are already rather dropped. I would like to know exactly how many times... Parking on the verge counts as habitually. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to know what, what my rights are regarding my driveway because it's I've been using it for over 20 years and I believe there is some kind of um, there's some kind of principle whereby if you've used it for X amount of time it's then kind of like the time immemorial thing. But not yeah. Quite. Time immemorial being if it's been done for an X amount of time 
it's kind of almost like law. English law is weird. And got a very scathing email back saying, uh, along the lines of, in nicer language, you stupid f***ing woman, just don't park on the verge. But in nicer language. Yeah. And just reset the same email again. Saying, I'd... <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry, you didn't seen to have responded to my last email. I'd like to know what my rights are. I'd like, yeah. And I haven't had any updates since then, but I'm looking forward to the next one. Because with the best, with, with the best will in the world, my mother is the most exasperatingly, irritatingly persistent person. And I genuinely believe is going to nag the council into giving up. Nice. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'll have an update on that next week. But as it stands, the car, the, the streets near her are already littered with cars parked very pointedly away from the curb. <laughs> and I suspect the next time they need an ambulance down the end of the road, that, that things are going to not go very well for anybody. And the council are going to have show, been shown to have shot themselves in the foot. So I'm rather looking forward to that. And I will update you guys next time I know what's going on. Hopefully... Just to clarify, hopefully nobody is going to get seriously injured or die because of this. Agreed. That's quite funny. It is quite funny, yeah. It's it's saying like, well, the council said this. Yeah. And in my, to be fair, in my experience, it is the best way to deal with things like this. is just to be very calm, very polite, and very annoying until they give up and let you have exactly. what you want. And just make... make Because they have to tell you what your rights are and stuff under freedom of information. Yeah. They have to tell you. They can't not... So you are more than entitled, and this is always worth bearing in mind for yourselves listening, folks. In these situations, you are always entitled to demand to know what exactly your rights are and what you can and can't do. And they have to tell you. They can't just bully you into things. No. I think that's all the, all the pettiness I have time for, though. I suspect Christine's got a, a petty moan about, you know, winning T-shirts and people not sending them off for weeks. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't complained to us, so I can't throw that out there either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure... TikTok banning us. Clowns is a petty moan, but I'm definitely annoyed about it. So, Me too. how about we move into how to contact us, sir? Yes, let's do it. For those of you not already on our Facebook group, we would love to have you on that. We throw out polls from time to time. We throw out every new episode on there. We would love to get you involved. And all you need to do to find that is search Expresso Babe on Facebook. Don't forget that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. Exactly. And we are on Instagram also which is espresso underscore babe underscore. We now have a new TikTok, which is very exciting. We're still getting it set up, but by the time this episode is released, it will be alive and kicking. And that is Expresso Babe, the podcast. All one word. And we are also on Twitter. We need to fix that. (laughs) We do. And that is espresso underscore babe. Last but by no means least, we've had a few people email in from time to time, and we love it when they do. So our email is espresso.babe at yahoo.com. Message in, get involved. So all that remains is for me and Callum to thank everyone who's listened to us today and everyone who's listened to us up till today. And for me to thank you for joining me today, Mr Callum. It's always a pleasure, sir. It's never a chore. And we'll see you all next time. See you next week. week.